Okay, so welcome to the very first episode of the Nirvana Art House podcast. Um, yeah, it's so funny I'm doing this. <laughs> I uh, had thoughts about doing a podcast a few years ago and I've kind of like been back and forth in my mind about it because I'm very precious with my energy and there's so much that I want to create and put out into this world through acting and music and poetry and everything and all the things and podcasting was something that is probably part of my shadow as well that I thought was well I still think is just a little bit daggy but I'm really embracing my inner dag lately and just doing it anyway because the real purpose of me doing this is to really create an impact in people's lives and to share what I'm doing with Nirvana Art House what it is and just the simple fact that podcasts have podcasts have really been so beneficial for me. I can't count the amount of podcasts that I've binge listened to like on my walks and like at the gym and they really do have an enormous amount of impact on my energy and on me learning about all these things that I'm now really confident to teach and share and create courses on. So I personally love podcasts despite thinking they're a bit daggy but I'm doing it anyway and I'm just going to fill it out and kind of have a YOLO about it and see how I feel my most kind of authentic expression in this format. I'm not sure how I feel about intro music and such even though I am a musician I'm just gonna suss that out because I get really annoyed by intro music and all that stuff but we'll just see how it goes. I feel like it's gonna be just like an unedited raw I don't know, tangents all the time, but it, like really informative. So with my Nirvana podcast, I really want it to be a space where it's just an extension of me and a, another expression of myself as an artist and for it not to be limited by just spiritual stuff and the stuff that I work with with clients in Nirvana, um, but to be all the things manifestation, energetics, health, and also guests with interviews with artists musicians everything is manifestation everything is energetics and obviously my spin of things is to have a really kind of artistic flair to doing the work and doing the inner child work and the shadow work and the subconscious work so yeah I'm having it kind of really broad because I don't really know who's going to come into this space and who I'm going to interview but I travel so much and I meet so many amazing people with such cool stories so my brain's already ticking on who I want to have on the podcast so I did like a kind of like half an hour YouTube video on introducing Nirvana and what it is and I want to have a podcast version of what it is because yeah I can kind of dive a little deeper into it so so I'm going to talk about what Nirvana Art House is where I got the name from why it's called an art house and kind of where it all started and this is kind of go gonna go back and forth because it kind of was I don't know like it, it kind of created itself and I never intended on being a coach or anything like that I still um yeah I never woke up one day and was like I I want to do a cart be a coach or anything like that uh in fact any inkling I've had towards doing it I was like no 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 I <laughs> and I definitely 
you know, have my own concept of self, which is ego around being an artist. And that's just who I am. Um, But this definitely is an artistic expression. And it kind of started with any, I've always been so addicted to personal development. And if you're into acting, especially since I've been into acting and music since I was such a young kid, when you're doing a lot of acting classes and all the things, like especially from a young kid, a lot of it you realize is personal development because you can't really be a good actor if you're not self-aware. So I guess the personal development journey started from such a young age. I can't really put a number to it, but I was really exposed to a lot of that work and just diving deep and especially writing, like you can't be a writer and be on the surface. Do you know what I mean? So I've always really yearned to explore for depth. And that has always been my thing since I was born. Like I've always been very, very, very extreme and very (laughs) into it all. And everything that I've done, it's always come back to me fulfilling my passions and fulfilling my purpose, even though, even some of, even though some of the things might've been covered up by, um, other things, if that makes sense. So, and when you are so driven to um, pursue your passions and and your purpose and explore the depths of yourself, it's just inevitable that things are going to pop up and you're going to be like, okay, cool, how do I move through this? And that's kind of what got me into the coaching world and hiring people and all the spiritual development and being obsessed with manifestation because I want to manifest so many things and then when you hit a certain point in learning about manifestation you want to get into the trauma work and the subconscious work and it just it's just this can of worms that never stops kind of like there's always more things (laughs) and I've seen like this is a whole different podcast episode but I've seen like hundreds of different healers of like all different modalities um and it's it's been really really cool so I guess a real a real obsession of the work came at a real young age. I also, I went to LA for the first time by myself for this course. It was for acting and I was really exposed to like now I'm, when I look back at that experience, I'm so grateful that I got to experience that at 12 for my 12 year old brain, like understanding, you know, how, impressionable our brain is at that young age I'm so grateful I went then because I was so my subconscious was so expanded by who I was around and what's possible for me in the world so it was really cool to have that as well at the start of high school and then experiencing school when you know not everyone had the same beliefs in what's possible including teachers and yeah I developed a real kind of resiliency towards teachers and things like that who questioned what was possible I don't know but that's a whole different episode I can get into that because um that definitely did manifest some magic for me so going back to it I got real obsessed with like healthily obsessed with manifestation and personal development work and you know mum would talk about tarot and just all these things and I was so curious and so yeah, so open to learning everything about it. And then 
I was hiring coaches and stuff that were really helping me move along my own emotional stuff, my own trauma. I read every single book, like obviously I haven't read every single book, but I've read hundreds and hundreds of books. Like I went through this phase where I I was pretty depressed and it really helped me just learning and learning and learning and I was just reading yeah I literally went through a period where I was reading like hundreds of books um in a few months and doing all the qualifications just for my personal use I didn't intend to like have clients and stuff like that but I really feel like anything in psychology just does does deepen you as an artist and in your craft and everything like that so yeah so then in 2018 or I get the the years mix up because I've definitely been through like 500 <laughs> like dark night dark nights of the soul depression states where I've just been like I don't know whatever but there's a like this particular um year <laughs> I think it was it was 2018 and I went through this trauma traumatic kind of experience um which was really really hard for me and I was super super depressed and like I was so depressed that I was literally I was sleeping in the guest room next to my parents room because my room is like at the bottom of the house it's like the bottom floor and it just it was really really hard for me um so I was sleeping there and then I was forcing myself to get up at like 5 a.m and then train and then I was just crying all day and I'd be reading books and studying like whilst crying like so I had this underneath like this depression I still had this um deep drive to fix myself or obviously this belief that I wasn't enough but it did drive me to learn a lot and really um I don't know really like gain self-trust with my with myself that hey I can really still show up for myself I never gave up on showing up for myself which is a really cool thing but um yeah I I was just like going through this shit and it was it was really, really, really dark. And then I kind of got lost in it because I was like, this is a powerful time to like write sad poetry and sad music. And then, which was really healing for me. I'm not saying that like, that's not, it was a great outlet. I definitely did become attached to that tortured artist kind of notion as well. And then it hit a point where it was like a few months of this, like it's pretty bad. And then it hit a point where I was like, what am I doing with all this emotion? Like, what am I doing with this feeling? Like, I need to, um, yeah, like, this just isn't healthy. And I booked a flight to LA for the next day. Or it was two days before. It was the night before. I'm pretty sure it was the night before. And my parents were super um, supportive of that. Like, dad booked my flight for me. And I flew to LA. And it was really, really cool because usually when I go to LA, I stay in well, before then, I used to I used to stay in West Hollywood, but this time I was really drawn, and I was stalking like I don't know, I was stalking online, and I've never come across this in my whole life. I've never even heard of these kind of spaces, but I was really drawn to this place in Venice, <laughs> um, and it was for like people that were into health in in spirituality and entrepreneurship. And it was just a house of like creative people. And I was so drawn to it. I was like, ooh. And then I was worried about it because my ego was like, what if everyone's just weird? And what if like I don't like it? And what if I'm not productive? Because I'm very selfish with my time when I'm in LA in the best way possible because I'm there to 
record music and do acting classes and just I'm I'm there to I'm there to work I'm not there to you know be in this like party house or something so I was kind of a bit worried about it but my intuition really led me there and I was excited about it I did feel good about it and boom I booked it like yeah the night before and rocked up and (laughs) it was really cool and it definitely changed my life yeah and that was an amazing time so before I skip back to this section of like being in the spiritual house there was a time after this I'm pretty sure I can't remember the order but there's this other time that I was in LA yeah it definitely was after this so I would have gone to LA came back home and went back over and this is just another thing that kind of ties into the story but when I went back over I stayed in this place in Hollywood temporarily I think yes because I had to be in Hollywood just for a few for a week or something go to New York and then back to Hollywood that's why I was there um because yes since since staying in Venice that that's just going to be my new home in LA versus like Hollywood and West Hollywood if you know you know um but there's this place I stayed in Hollywood that was this like creep it was near the magic it's on the street of the magic castle if you know the magic castle it's like literally where like witches are and shit like I don't know I've been there because you can only go there if you're invited and I've never known someone that's like a member that's like a witch I don't know I could be so wrong about this but I stayed in this place um and it was like this old Chinese apartment and I had a studio apartment there and as soon as I walked in the energy was crazy and there were like name plates on people's doors, apartments, and it was like wizard this. And like, it was just like, I felt like I just went to Hogwarts literally. And it was just like eerie. And I remember now that that apartment, like that building was called Nirvana. And that was just another thing that I'll get back to anyway. Um, rewind to when I was in the spiritual house, I was living with, yeah, a bunch of spiritual people. And there was this really cool, um, guy there who was a spiritual healer and he was crazy good at it. I'm pretty sure he charged like $500 a session or something. Um, yeah, like in Australian. And he said to me, like, I've always wanted an acting lesson. Um, would you like do an acting lesson for me in exchange for a spiritual healing? And I was like, yes. And I can't remember who gave who the healing first, but when I gave him the acting lesson now I look back and I it was so it's so obvious why that happened for me because it just so much came up in that because I remember thinking I'm gonna make this like a really spiritual acting lesson because this guy is just so spiritual and he's so um kind of quiet and and proper and just together I'm gonna find the messiest script for him it's going to be crazy. Like I've never seen this guy get angry. I'm going to make this crazy and angry and like the craziest language. I really want part for like my own entertainment, but it it wasn't. It was deeper than that. It was really wanting to like unlock his wholeness and that really is what shadow work is about and that's why this was such a potent time for me because I realize now what I want to create with for actors and musicians and poets and the stuff that's really made my work as an artist better is this work. And that's why I'm like, okay, I'm going to give, do like a shadow healing acting class for him. And it was so amazing. Like 
yeah, he did it. And at the, at first he was like struggling to like get there emotionally, but we went there and it was so incredible. And he's like, whoa, I've like never experienced anything like that. And he really integrated aspects of himself with love that he probably was repressing at some levels because I don't know, a lot of people get into this spiritual work and they start like, you know, not being angry and not being this and not being that, but that's my shadow spiel. Um, and I did a healing with him and this was incredible. And I've told people about it before. I spoke about it in my YouTube video, but long story short, it was like a past life regression, but not like we went into my, okay, before I went into anything, I went into my family's bodies and experienced their trauma. And at the time I thought I was experienced like this life's, like their trauma from this current life. But now I learn and I've talked to ask them about things. I realized that I stepped into their past lives because what was coming up hadn't happened in these lives. But anyway, that was like really, really, really full on. And then I went into my past, past lives and he was there with me. He apparently he saw everything that I was seeing without me telling him. Cause afterwards I was like, Oh my God, the part where I was a mermaid. He's like, yeah. And that like, he got it. And I was like, what the hell? Anyway. And I've done past life regressions before. So it wasn't like I was just like naive and opened up to this new world that I was just believing. I was just like, whoa, I have not been. Yeah. It was just crazy. And I went into my past lives and, oh, <laughs> like when I talk about it, it's, it's actually very vulnerable for me to share this because it's so pure and sacred to me that I kind of, I don't know, but fuck it, I'm doing it. I went into my past lives and I saw when I was in Gatsby time with like my great love and he was like very dapper and I was like in pearls and that is a big part of my story as well pearls but that's something I'm actually not going to talk about because that's so sacred that I want it to be a secret favor but those who know me know and I went into my past life and I was in Gatsby time and I was with my love and we were just like having a great time and then I went into my other past life where I was with my my love who was like a Tarzan man and we were in the jungle, which is really cool because I've always resonated as a jungle girl and as a mermaid. And then I went into me as a mermaid and it was just so cool, <laughs> like so cool. Sounds crazy, but that's just what happens. Like that's what I experience and that's why I resonate with those energies Um even now. So I experienced all of them. And then I went into my present and all the shit came up because yeah, what whatever shit I was dealing with at the time was coming up. And yeah, it was really, wow. When I look back at it, I really realized that this was a really important time for me. I moved through a lot of emotion that kept me stuck in not, in repressing my shit. And after this trip, I really started to open up about it. Um, so I went through my present stuff and then I went into my future and, oh, it was so intense. Like it's, it's, it does overwhelm me thinking about it now because I'm like, wow, I've got so much to create. But at the same time, it obviously excites me so much because I'm like, wow, I've got so much to create. But basically it was this whole montage that went so quick, like everything was flashing, like every experience that I'm experiencing in the future was flashing before my eyes. And it was 
playing crazy shows and being a rock star and, you know, actress and all of my like 3D dreams. And then it was intertwined with this spiritual deeper purpose and not only using art as um, in a commercial sense, which is totally fine and totally something that I want to do. But also I was with the love of my life who I know his energy now, which is so funny because yeah, I don't know. Really weird. I saw myself in Africa and I was walking behind him and I, and, and I, I'm not attached to the looks because he might not look like this, but he had like shaggy, um, like shaggy hair, <laughs> like shaggy, um, surfy hair or whatever. And he was carrying like a bunch, like a plank of wood, like heaps of planks of wood. <laughs> and we were building a house in Africa and I just remember because all of this obviously activated such feelings in me. And I just remember feeling like, wow, I'm doing it all. Like I don't have to only be, you know, living a purpose and healing people in Africa and India. And this is all things that we did that I saw. But I also was like being a rock star and like living all of my dreams and then taking this art and this emotion and really using it for healing for people in third world countries and doing all these things and I was doing it with him which is really cool because I've always just like I've I'm all, I've always just decided I'm going to do it like rain hail or shine but it was really cool because it was part of both of our purposes anyway so we're building houses houses in Africa and we were going to countries like India and we were like healing people with music like it was so cool so cool and then I saw this like flashing of memories but they obviously not memories they're future memories future experiences and it all flashed before my eyes and I saw us diving in diving in caves and jumping off cliffs and being in the jungle like that's something I really want to explore as well and we were really healing ourselves and like being part of other people's healing journey and playing shows and doing all the crazy stuff and um still you know filming films and in Hollywood and LA and doing all the things and it was just an amazing experience and I saw that was something that is Nirvana to me and that's what I'm creating with Nirvana Art House and the name didn't come to me and I didn't see it labeled as a thing I just saw that's what I'm going to be doing this is the energy of it and my soulmate apparently has a similar vision or not that they want to be a rock star or anything but like that's the energy of them I felt the energy of them which was so so cool and so exciting and I could be completely delusional and sometimes like me and like my friends even worry if I am because then I'm just gonna be waiting for this guy that just like never rocks up (laughs) how classic but I, I don't care because I'm so set on it um But yeah, this was this life and I didn't wake up from that and be like, oh, I'm starting this Instagram business. Like I just, it didn't, it didn't come to me until a year or two later. But now I look back, I'm like, oh, that's what that was. And I did see this psychic person because coaching the label didn't uh, resonate with me fully. Um, Coaching, it just seemed too um, like clinical to me, even though I know like I'm, I don't think that coaches that are called coaches are clinical. It's just for me and how I I want it to feel. And this lady's like, you're going to create an art house. And I was like, 
oh, Nirvana art house. It's an art house because I don't know what I'm going to create from it. And the more that I write, like my own personal journal, I'm like, okay, so I want to like create poetry books and stuff. Like I want to maybe even develop my own films. Like that comes under an art house. Poetry books do, like healing does. Like it's really unlimited. And as I see myself grow and what I want to manifest as an artist, I do see Nirvana Art House being a portal for creatives and other people that want to manifest in a different kind of level where I'm, yeah, maybe it won't, maybe it will look completely different because at the moment I am working with people on a one-on-one level, but in the future, I just, I don't know what it will look like. Um, so I'm keeping that completely open and just having trust. But at the moment I do, um, yeah, work with people on a one-to-one level and I am creating programs for shadow work and particularly particular programs for artists and creatives around shadow work because that has been the juice for me and that is everything in my eyes so I had that experience and so I had that experience and then fast forward to the time that I stayed in that Hollywood apartment called Nirvana and I went to New York and I went to this fashion show for fashion week and there was this show by this Indian designer and it was luxury handbags and I saw the show and I was just like wow this is amazing it was really inspired by nature and spirituality and afterwards I said to my manager I really want to meet that designer and I did and we ended up chatting and then meeting and we ended up um collaborating on a brand deal together which was really cool really really cool I have a collection of bags around Dropkick with the um, the label, which are painted in 24 karat gold. Like, so cool. Anyway, that was definitely a piece of inspiration that I took. And, and these handbags were really, this whole brand was inspired by nature and by oneness and by everything that Nirvana is and means. And I, I saw that show and I was then inspired to create an Indian inspired song, which sounds like it doesn't suit my sound, but that's what I was inspired to do. So I went back to LA and I collaborated with an Indian artist called Anushka Jag and we made a song called Nirvana, which was really cool because it wasn't planned like that. But, um, and if you've heard my song Tits Out for the Boys, I used originally, originally the guitar hook it just didn't get cleared by publishing was a Nirvana, like smells like teen spirit guitar hook. So there was just all these Nirvana everywhere. And then we went to create the song Nirvana and we were just talking about the energy of what the song was about. And I was just talking about this show and like, um, oneness and what I was going through at the moment, the trauma that I was going through at the moment and my whole like rebirth and, um Anushka's so knowledgeable in that department she's like yeah like this is Nirvana so we wrote a song called Nirvana and it's really cool it's not out yet but that's just like another thing that just was Nirvana like everything at the time was just coming back to that um like Nirvana the song Nirvana the accommodation Nirvana in tits out for the boys and Nirvana in what I was going through it was just like a really big theme so yeah then I created Nirvana art house at some point but I didn't commit to it because I was afraid 
I did commit to it, but not a thousand percent because I was afraid of doing all the things and spreading myself thin, especially with everything when I want to create. But the more clarity I get on it, the more I realize this is an artistic portal. This is a creative expression. And if you think you can't do it all, you can't. And if you think you can do it all, you can. So I'm just really at a place now where I'm like, okay, I can do it all. And that's what I'm deciding to do. So I'm really excited to share more about what I'm doing in Nirvana, like what it is and what it means um, to be a part of it. Like I really, a lot of the clients that I attract are men um, that are going through shit and have never expressed themselves. A lot of the people that reach out to me are artists, they're actors that have never acted but want to be an actor. And I really hold people, hold my tribe to a really high expectation because that's what I like to be held to. So yeah, for those that are ready to dive in, you know where to find me. I'm so excited to share more episodes and actually get into, yeah, sharing about manifestation and shadow work and all the things. So Nirvana really is about empowering you to run with the wolves, which is inspired by my favorite book in the world, Women Who Run With The Wolves. (laughs) Yeah, which is all about the wild woman archetype. So Keep an eye out for podcast episodes around rewiring and expanding your subconscious, clearing your trauma, strengthening your nervous system, and a space where you can really activate your magnetism to call in your manifestations, which basically just means the life that you desire to live. So at the moment, I offer three-month containers and longer containers and just one-off sessions where I work with like NLP, theta healing, um, hypnosis, intuitive belief therapy, Aruka healing, and a whole bunch of other modalities to really get clear on what you're wanting to create in your life and clear all the trauma that's in the way of that. Um, so that's really exciting. I'll be talking more on the courses I'm creating and everything like that. And if you want to know something in particular that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, please let me know. I'd love that. But I'll be diving really deep into shadow work and inner child work and all the stuff and demystifying any manifestation myths and stuff like that. So so if there's anything that you want me to touch on in the podcast or let me know your thoughts, I'm totally open to that. Thank you for listening to this. And I'm really excited to start putting out Um, more episodes and diving deep into all the things. So yeah, thank you for listening.